So it's time to rip off some wine and throw out that big swim bait. It's uh, another episode of the Bait Bucket, and we're lucky enough uh, this episode to have a special guest with us um, off the back of some, some pretty successful launch of a, a little video series is um, Mick Guthrie from Cast Magazine. So for those that um, are unfamiliar with um, Cast, uh, pull your fingers out of your ass to start with and um, jump on the, uh, the interwebs, it's this uh, newfangled thing that they've got, uh, and check it out, Cast Emag. So it's, a, it's an electronic uh, mag, uh, really catered towards uh, the new breed, we'll say, the you know, we've spoken about it a lot on the um, on the podcast. You know, these these young young crew that are getting out there and really having a um, a good go at, at cracking some new um, techniques and bits and pieces out there. So, um, jump on there, subscribe to it. Um, you know, Mick's probably a, a guy that saw there was a bit of a gap in the in the market there, and and really um, it quickly put together an awesome magazine in electronic form. And off the back of that, it's really rolled into some um, some other media stuff as well. So, Mick, welcome. Thanks, mate. Appreciate S- that. Sitting on the casting couch, so you're probably <laughs> a bit worried at the moment. Is it weird to be this nervous, or do you look I at look, everyone like this? I, I, pre- <laughs> I prefer to be more nervous. It, it's more fun that way. It's, yeah, it's probably the hungry eyes. On yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Don't, don't ever look me directly in the eyes. <laughs> that's, that's just recipe for disaster. So, how we start it. Episode to episode is, um, what's your history? Tell us a little bit about your fishing history, mate. Um, well, the short story is, uh, I grew up in central Queensland, so I was born in Rocky. I can't believe it, you don't have two heads. Yeah. That's like nearly as bad as being Tasmanian, like, mate. Yeah, that's it. There's plenty of us here, too. Like, since moving to Brizzy, every second or third person I meet is from central Queensland. Or Mount Morgan, anyway. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, it's weird. It's kind of like... Um, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing that everyone's moved away from it. Yeah. But now as we get older into the fishing and all the possibilities up around that region, you just want to move back. You know, <laughs> For so sure. Good. But um, cut a long story short, yeah, I grew up in central Queensland, born in Rocky, um, moved down to Tannum Sands when I was about 10. Yep. And then spent the next 10 years uh, living there and then moved to Brizzy when I was uh, 19. So um, I can remember the first fish I caught. Uh, in Gabriel Creek, just outside of Rocky. Oh, yeah. Little yeah. Spangle Perch. Oh, nice. Little float there with my old man. I think I was about four, I think, from memory. And then um, didn't do a lot other than that until I was about sort of 10 when we moved to Tannum. That was obviously awesome back then. There was only kind yeah. of oh, maybe 2,000 people there. Yeah. So um, it was a real little, little town. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it's ridiculous now. But back then it was kind of um, just this really nice little remote coastal town. Not many people there, um, and and some like fantastic country to go and explore. Like on the weekends, you just get on your bike and nick off down the creek, go and pump yabbies, yep. go chasing flathead and jack and you know, little GTs, little goldens and Moses perch by the thousands, you know that sort of <laughs> stuff. So that's really what I did when I was a kid. And then as I got a bit older, um, sort of more or less when I moved to Brisbane. Um, my old man basically wanted to give it away. He sort of thought, oh, fuck this joint, you know, there's no yeah. fish down here. And um, so going from all the, all, the, all the creeks up north and that to coming back down here, um, we didn't have a clue what we were looking at in the bay um, and really sort of lost interest because I, w- I didn't have a boat licence or anything. Yeah. I just sort of just tagged along with my old man most of the time as a kid. So when he sort of lost interest, I, I sort of just concentrated on my cricket and, and yep. things like that because that's, that's really why I moved down here to to pursue cricket. More importantly, which club did you play for? 
I played for Sandgate Redcliffe actually. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Being you Close prob- to home. You probably good. would have faced a little bit of my chin music back in the <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. The big gangly fella. Who knows? Rolling in. Could have done. But, oh. uh, yeah, moved down moved down to chase a bit of a cricket dream actually and then that obviously slid away as I got a little bit older and, and got kicked, out, kicked yeah. out of home and <laughs> too many jobs and all that sort of stuff. So went down the priority list. But um, yeah, as we got down here, um, I met a guy at, a so- at the soccer club. You know him as well, Nick Salmon. Yep. Um, played soccer with him for a good few years and then me and him just got talking one day about fishing and then I realised how much of a frother he was and how much I missed it. Yeah. And then, yeah, just started spending a lot of time fishing with him, chasing snapper on yep. the kayaks with soft plastics, probably, oh, it's probably, I've been here 15 years, so it's probably 12, 13 years ago now. Yeah, uh, old, and, uh, the old yeah. Nicky Salmon, he, um, where's he at now? He's a legend. He's, um, I think he still lives in, um, in Cairns, he was working. Uh, was Fisheries or, or James Cook Uni or something up there. He, wa- he was there for a while, and yeah. then he went and, and worked at Barrow Island in WA with his missus. Oh, true. Yeah, but he's back now. I think he's finished at Barrow. I caught up with him only a month ago. Yeah, nice. Um, so I think he's off travelling for a couple of weeks back, and then um, yeah, he's around Redcliffe again for for a few weeks at a time. So I should go and catch him up. Yeah, for that sure. That dude, he's a legend. He's a watching legend. him fish pretty much surf rods and direct. Yeah, drive Alvies yep. for spangled perch at Hutchies yep. and getting his ass handed yeah, yeah. to him was hilarious. Yeah, I, Nick is honestly he he's the guy that I credit with making me fall back in love with fishing. That's awesome. He's he's yeah. If I could credit one person, he he got me back into it. Got me into lure fishing. Um, really took me under his wing. And yeah, cool. He got me pumped about it. So yeah, spent the next ten years chasing snapper in the bay and um, yeah, started casting. Did a few different things after that. So, so tell us about about cast. You know, I want to really sort of delve into a little bit of that in in this podcast. You know, yeah, yeah. You come, you move down here, you got into your fishing again, yeah, which was great. So, what what were you lacking? What was it that really drove you to take that next step from a dude who goes fishing into someone that wants to put together a publication, yeah, and also to drive? Because one of the things that I see is you're really keen at driving these young guys to, mm. to go to that next level as well. So yeah. what, what put it together for you? Well, two things, I suppose. The first thing is I always look for a challenge and I always want to bring out the best in other people. Yep. That, that's something that I love doing. I, my full-time job is a project manager at, uh, in civil construction. So part of that is to develop teams and get people, yeah, get the best out of people. So that's something that I do naturally like to do. So... Um, that's obviously a theme with cast, but the reason it started is because I chased snapper for 10 years and got pretty good at it. Um, never really took a photo of any any sort of fish, just really fish for a feed. Yeah. Um, and then my missus started using Instagram and I was working away on the, in the mines, so I kind of came back for I four days at a time. I think you were using other stuff on yeah, Instagram. Maybe. Yeah, there I was, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, she was using Instagram and, and um, it just sucked her right into the world of Instagram. I thought, oh, what's a, what's this shit? You know, like, mm. I, I was I was off it completely. I thought, oh, you know, you're always on your phone. You know, blah blah blah. Um, and then I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll have a look on it. Mm. I had a look. First thing I looked up, fishing. Maybe the second thing I looked up was fishing. <laughs> <laughs> but the first thing. Bulk titties. Let's say first thing. Go the first thing. It was fishing. So anyway, um, then I started to see. Obviously, Instagram is a tool for young guys and young girls. So. Um, 
fishing was sort of the first thing I looked up and I started to see these guys, um, you know, and their content. I thought, oh yeah, this is cool. So maybe I'll, I'll have a little bit of a look, set up an account or whatever. And then um, while I was working away, um, I really didn't have anything to do for my 10 or 14 days away from home. So yeah. um, I was saying to my missus, geez, I'm sick of this construction shit. I really am. Um, I've got to get out of this shit. Because I had at that time two young kids. Yeah, true. Um, so I used it, used working away to sort of put a bit of money aside, pay down the house a bit, and that sort of thing. But it really wasn't something I was going to do long term. Yeah. And when I came back to Brisbane, I kind of wanted to have one foot out the door um, in something. So we're talking to my missus one night, and I said, I really want to do something with fishing, to be honest. It's pumping me up. I love it. Um, and I wonder if there's something there I can do. Mm. And she was, um, she was doing these little business uh, courses at the time and a few people had done uh, electronic mags and they looked pretty good and, and fairly easy to set up, which I found out down the track it's not that easy, <laughs> but it looked easy. Podcasting's so, pretty good, mate. Yeah, exactly, yeah, that's it. Um, so, yeah, that's what I did. I, I went down that path of um, using my time away in the mine camps to learn how to do um, graphic design and bits and pieces like that and um, how to set up your website and, yeah, and cool. stuff like that and just went from there but really what it was about was I thought I saw all these young people doing some cool stuff and it was pretty inspiring mm. I thought oh well, this is cool I never really looked at fishing other than going to get a fresh feed um, obviously I had some goals that I had set aside but they always looked unachievable because I was just chasing snapper on my kayak flat out basically yeah. so after that um, yeah I just got in contact with a few people, ran, ran an idea past them and, sort, and got, a, got a little group together and thought, fuck it, let's go for it. So, yeah, that, that was it. That was the start. Perfect. And how long ago was it when you released the first um, mag itself or EMAG? Yeah, I think it was in 2014. So it's a bit over two years ago yeah. now. Um, the first one was shit. It was... Well, we've got to start somewhere. It's not it like was, it's going to be fucking A1. Yeah, I'll be honest. It was a pile of shit. Like, the content <laughs> was good. Like, the articles, the actual content was great. Um, I did the layout myself and it was just dog breakfast and at the time I thought yeah this looks pretty cool <laughs> you know and I thought and I, I was cringing like I nearly threw up when I pressed the upload button and uh, I thought oh fuck it we'll see what we'll see what comes of it and um, it got like a few hundred downloads the first time and yeah I thought, oh cool. that's pretty cool people at least haven't look at it and then um, once I realized that it needed to be better, then obviously went down the path of getting some other guys involved with the, the graphic layout and, yep. and it got better and better over time. So, And now it is what, what, what you see now. So. How many episodes are you up to now? Or, uh, we've or done 10. Rather? Yeah, so we've done yeah. 10. Number 11's underway at the moment. So there's four a year every quarter. Um, it's about 70 to 80 pages. There's only about six or seven ads in it. That was one thing I was pretty strong on at the start. I didn't want to have another magazine full of fucking ads. Yeah. You know, like it's... There's enough ads everywhere. You yeah. Know, like if people, if people want to read it because it's good content that inspires them. Yeah. Then definitely. That's you know that's where you see value in it. It's not something that you get for free and um, it's you know you get eighty ads out of one hundred and forty pages. Yeah. It's yeah. Like I've liked that. The other thing that I've liked about it is that it's um it's got some pretty awesome photo content and I can't read so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it. sort of, I can I can work out what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And, so and that's, that's a challenge too because um, like you want, obviously you pay a couple of bucks for each issue, which means it doesn't get distributed to, you know, 
200,000 people or whatever. Yeah. It's a pretty small readership, but the people who, who buy it read it, you know, and, and they read all of it and they like it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty humbled by it, to be honest. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So off the, the back of that, you sort of, you know, one of the things that you see with your, um, uh, you know, your Instagram and stuff like that is just the new breed. Yeah. Tell us where, where that comes from for, you know, for what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, with so guys. for me... Um, when I first jumped on social media, Instagram, I think, was something that highlighted to me that there was um, there was a lot of good vibes around mm. that sort of platform. When I jumped on Facebook the fir- for the first time, sort of five years ago, I kind of I was off it real quick. You know, mm. to me, it was a little bit negative. Um, you know, people shitting on other people and and that sort of thing. And I, I didn't really gel with that. I, I'm more about finding what's positive. Um, and helping other people um, achieve their goals. So, yeah. like, you know, having the good vibes and stuff like that. And um, the other thing I kind of didn't really get on board with was, you know, the blue tarp shots where you got everything <laughs> gilled and gutted and sitting on the driveway and, you know, <laughs> blue like... Blue tarp. Yeah, like, I, I don't mind that. Each to their own, you know. Like, I myself prefer to eat fresh fish. Like, yeah. if, I, if I catch one or two snapper out on the yak... Even if I was only out there for 10 or 15 minutes and I had two snapper on the deck, I'd just paddle in and go and yeah. clean the fish and eat them that night sort of thing. So I kind of like um, I like the idea of um, portraying fishing in a really positive light that's going to inspire other people to get out and get involved in it because at the end of the day, fishing's not about trying to post photos and, and videos and stuff like that to get yourself some free lures or a mm. free shirt or a free hat or any shit like that. Fishing for me is, it's a journey. Like it's a lifetime journey. You know, yeah, for you sure. Never, you never can do everything in fishing. Never. No. You know, and every time you think you know something, you realise you don't know. Like the more you know about fishing, the more you know you don't know about fishing, really. It's it's a big yeah. goals, um, you know, journey type process. So... I just wanted to put together a good group of guys that were positive, like had a good mindset, um, push themselves and would be willing to push each other in the hope that other people would see that and sort of get on board with it and challenge themselves to evolve and get better at it and go on their own journey. Mm. I like that idea. It's, um, it's pretty cool to see. And yeah, there's been some, some pretty good, good lads that are in there. Obviously, Fezzy. Yeah, Chris Fezzy. Henry is, is, yeah. He, yeah. Here's a funny story, actually. Um, I got intru- I didn't... I didn't really know who Fez was actually. I, I did follow him, um, but at the start, I was you know, I was more concentrating on my day job really. Yeah. So Instagram was sort of, oh yeah, I'll have a flick on it mm. every every night to see what's going on. But one of the uh, a couple of the guys that I um, asked to be involved right in the start, um, one of them in particular, Jolie, he he gave, um, I think he gave Fez a call and said, oh Mick's got this thing that he's got in mind, he wants to try out. Um, I think you'd be perfect for it because obviously Fez is super goals orientated. Yep. He's got that growth mindset where you constantly want to push yourself and get better and, and you know set new targets and things like that. Um, and he rang me straight away and he goes, oh, it's Chris. I was like, oh, who? Sorry? And he goes, oh, oh, Chris Henry. I was like, yeah, hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> he goes, oh, Fez on Instagram, Fezman. I was like, oh, the GT guy. <laughs> I bet he's like, yeah, yeah, the GT <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, like, now, like, knowing him as well as I know him now, he's one of my best mates. Like, he hates that. Yeah. When people go, oh, it's GT Fez, or, oh, yeah, you're the GT guy. 
It is so far from what he is about in fishing. It's not funny. Like, <laughs> it's just that he's locked in that species so, yeah. so well when he was up, yeah. up central Queensland. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. It's funny, eh? And again, that, that's an example of somebody with that growth mentality where they've set themselves a target and mm. they just put the work in to get it done. Like, I did it myself with Snapper. Yep. Um, I probably did it out of laziness more than goals, but mm. um, it was close to home, five minutes from home, five-minute paddle, you can get a free, you know, fresh feeder snapper most of the time um you know and he did it for his own goals and you talk to him about his fly fishing that's that's where his yeah, passion he, is yeah you can see it it sort of lights him up yeah i don't think he really gives a fuck about gts other than that was a goal and yeah he achieved it and, and did well good on him yeah he sort of knocked that over and it's on to the next thing and that's yeah that's yeah. that's sick it's, it's it's awesome watching guys you know chase that dream and how they sort of shift and mould between different yeah. fisheries and different fish and stuff like that yeah. and, and and the guys can, can really dial it in yeah you know get yeah. to a dam and and uh and not a dam i say a dam because i'm just so obsessed <laughs> with fishing fucking dams at the moment but um yeah get to a location and, and start to knock it over is yeah it's, it's pretty awesome so yeah, for sure. yeah as you've sort of progressed through the you know the mag side of things yeah yeah, one of the other things, and it's actually where I first sort of really started to, to pay attention to what you're doing, was um, when you, you started to put together a few little vids. Yeah. And um, it was the chant or the, the chaunt? The yeah. chaunt. <laughs> was the, uh, you know, you and, um, and Ben and a few of the other lads up yeah. up in North Queensland. So, yeah. yeah, what made you sort of start to think down that, that path? Because that was pretty cool. It wasn't... It wasn't the usual, hey, I'm so-and-so and I'm going to make this cast and catch yeah, a fish, yeah. yay, sort yeah. of stuff. It was, oh, fuck all it that. Pa- yeah, it, it yeah. painted a picture that was good. Yeah, well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I, um, I don't know, we all sort of had a good, good think about it because um, I think maybe about a year after cast started, I met um, Benny Jones. Yep. Um, everyone who listens to this probably knows him as GT Buster. Yeah, so pretty much you're in love with dudes who chase GTs. That's what we're learning. Well, the funny thing is... Is it because they've got muscles? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, the funny thing about Ben is um, when he... Like, he's been going up to the Cape for years on years on years. Yeah. And, um, like, when he came back, he's one of those guys that just froths fishing. He just fucking loves it. Like, he'll ring me two or three times a week. If I don't answer the phone, he leaves me these weird voice messages like... Fucking hell, man! I'm going fishing tonight. Are you coming? You know, like push, <laughs> push your body to the limits, man. Fuck sleep. We're going fishing. Pop, motherfucker! You know, like that's all he does. That's all he thinks about. And um, I love him for that because he he's got that much energy that it's hard to say no when he wants to go fishing. You know, yeah, like, you need those guys. Fucking though. awesome. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And um, like how I met him was he he just he loved cast. He was a subscriber from the very first uh, issue yeah. and he'd read the next few and he just rang me one day um, and he goes, fuck man, how can I be a part of this? It's like, it's just real fish shows. Like yeah. it's none of, none of the, the spawned sort of bullshit. It's, um, it's just purely about the fishing. I want to be part of it. This is fucking right up my alley. And um, I was kind of like, oh, I didn't really know him at the time. Like I thought, oh yeah, yeah, we can get to know each other, man. Let's see how we go. Mm. And um, I realised he only lived like five minutes around the corner and we'd been fishing the same areas for the last 10 years and never seen each other. How good's that? Ever, yeah. And um, yeah, so now we've sort of, yeah, we're really close mates. So it's, um, it was sort of, it was on his invitation that I went up to the Cape yep. um, last year and because he, he wanted to be involved in cast and 
and helped me push it forward because he just believed in that, um, you know, that um, theme of just being about the fishing for real, mm. real guys that, that can, you know, you can set achievable goals and get after it if you really want to. You don't have to fish for, you know, promotion of products or anything yeah. like that. And so I went up there with them and um, I just said to him, look, do you mind if I just gather heaps and heaps of footage, like a real, like a real type um, setup where it's not scripted, we just film what fucking happens and mm. come back with a stack of footage and see if we can make something a little bit raw that people sort of look at and go, oh yeah, I could do this, you know, with a bit of planning. So that's sort of what we, what we achieved. I'd like to think. It was good fun doing yeah, it. Anyway, it yeah, and it looked awesome, you know, like it, it sort of, it did paint the picture. I mean, the guy's just out of control. Oh, Jack with. Benny like, is loose. Yeah, like far yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, if you could can that energy, holy shit, you'd build roads in, in yeah, a yeah, fucking sure. day. Well, see, he's, he's the kind of guy I love to surround myself with because um, he's similar to Fez, he's similar to myself. You have that growth mentality. Mm. You, you want to get better, you want to evolve, you don't want to still be the same as you were last week. You always want to get better. And yeah. Like he's, he is that guy. He always wants to be better, always wanted to push the boundaries. So, yeah, like I think that's why we get along so well. He's, um, yeah, he's a really good dude. I think sometimes he gets a little bit of um, mixed reviews probably because he is so far over <laughs> so the top. Long. But I tell you now, that, that's not put on for a camera. That is him. <laughs> that is him. Like whether he hooks a flatty on fly off the beach or a 40 kilo GT, that is him. It's 100 miles an hour. And his brother's the same. Like, you reckon he's about you, you should see Terry. They're off the chart. That's good. Cool. Yeah, it's good fun, but it's really good fun. So that's um, like yeah, you know, that that followed on, I guess, into a little series that yeah you're working on now. Yeah. Um, which you dropped what last week? Yeah, it was last week, I think. Um, yeah. So I think that's we've we've been sort of knocking it around for a while. Like I've always seen Cast as a as a bigger brand than just a magazine, I didn't really want to have, you know, just be a magazine because yep. there's enough of them around. And um, I really think, um, this is my personal opinion, but I don't read many magazines anymore, mm. you know, so I, I kind of think that's a potentially a dying industry. Um, there's some great ones around, uh, but I just sort of saw the electronic magazine as the next uh, logical step in that yeah. because everyone's on their phones all the time. Yeah. You know, like I, I subscribe to a couple of um, electronic magazines, and you know, you s sneak off, you know, smoke a time or whatever at work, and you flick through it or whatever, and it's always there. It's always we handy. know that you're just reading it on the shitter, <laughs> yeah, really. In the, in the basically, yeah, on the yeah, shitter, yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And um, so anyway, like that was the next logical step for that. And then I saw, as I got sort of twelve months down the track, I sort of thought to myself, well, what's next? Hmm. And the simple answer is, probably in the next few years, you know, 80, 90, 95% of the content that you consume is going to be video related. Yeah, for it's sure. It's that simple, you know, people, um, people are inherently lazy at the end hmm. of the day. You know, if you can sit there and watch someone tell you something or, you know, be entertained by something. Versus having to read it. Versus having yep. to read it and process it yourself. You know, there, there might be something wrong with that, you know, in society, but that is the way it is, you know. Yeah. So... I thought if we can create some good video content and keep that moving and keep it sort of consistent and and um, allow that to be a platform where the guys that are involved in cast or anyone that wants to be involved in cast can use that platform to express themselves, mm. then I just thought, well, I want to set the bar for that. So, um, yeah, we were lucky enough to, to 
align ourselves with some um, with some good partners who, who were um, really really happy for us to create our own content. So it's not like we have partners that help us do do that film series. Yep. But they don't get to tell us what to do. Yeah. Um, we, we fish how we want to fish. We produce what we want to produce, and those guys are are associated with the end product because they believe in what we do. You know. Yeah. So, awesome. Um, yeah, so we've got um, we've got four short films in the works at the moment. So we obviously dropped the first one. Uh, we've got the second one underway at the moment, and then uh, two more planning. So, <laughs> Exciting times. Yeah, yeah, it? it is, man. Like, like I was like, I was fucking blown away to be honest by the response to the first one. Yeah, I really was. I didn't expect that at all. I thought, like, I watched it the first, you know, the first few times um, once it was finished before we released it and it took us all a long time to get the finished product yeah like, definitely Andy's got to like you know really take a lot of that credit he, yeah so Andy know, Mack who, yeah, who did the Andy filming yep. yeah yeah he did the filming um, I did a little bit of b-roll but it was you know his filming is really what makes that, mm. that short film you know and and the way that it was edited was um, was really good I suppose what was a great learning experience for us was we wanted to really understand the process of how to tell the story rather than just have a cool music clip. So <laughs> like we thought, well, everyone can do that, you know, a cool clip, but how do you actually tell a story? Because that's something that if, you've got, if you go away on a great trip and you've got some banger footage and you've really got some shit that you want people to see, to keep them engaged for 10 or 15 minutes, you really need to tell the story. Yeah, you, definitely. You can't just have this cool shit and drag screaming and that. So the whole idea behind it was to try to tell the story of some of the guys that are the closest to cast. Mm. So Dan Powell is someone that I've become really good mates with after fishing with him. He, he's a massive fan of the podcast. Yeah. I know <laughs> he? that. He actually, not only does he throw prawns, yeah. gulp prawns, <laughs> yeah, gulp prawns, gulp, gulp prawns at fish that Fez is trying to catch on yeah. fly, yeah, yeah. but he also <laughs> listens to the podcast in the nude. That was, yeah, I bet he does, actually. <laughs> I can picture that. that. The case of the stolen queen fish, that is... Yeah, that, that's fucking funny. Fez <laughs> still goes on about that almost every time I ring him. I'm pretty like, much sure Hallie. when you guys got back into range, yeah. I just got a message and then yeah. there wasn't a Hallie lot. Hallie stole my fucking yep. queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was actually... Um, that was pretty tough. Like, I actually feel for Fez a little bit, even though like, now it's over, it's fucking funny. <laughs> But Fez had a tough time on fly, like on that trip. We had we had a couple of goals on that trip. One was a big barra and one was a triple tail because we wanted to tell Yeah, Dan tell Dan's, Dan's story. story. Yeah, yeah, big time. For people who don't know, the dude's a weapon on barra. Like he's put in the time like oh, tagged, Dude, he's like, a five thousand barrel or the whatever. The only is. thing he's tagged more of yeah. is banana prawns. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that, that's actually the truth. If you have a look at his records, yeah, his sun tag records, it's banana prawns are number one. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, but yeah, he's um, he's a weapon on that sort of stuff. And um, you know, you always see whenever he posts it, people, you know, some people say, "Oh, he's so lucky." You know, it's not luck; it's time on the water. Yeah, you know. And if people get to know Dan and understand how how much of a process fishing is for mm. him. But that's the reason why he's head and shoulders above most people. Oh, totally. And it's he's the way that he looks at it. And Fez is the same. They yeah. both have their processes, and um, yeah, they just set set their goals and, and fucking go after it. Mm. I admire that a lot. And that came across really well in the film. So 
you know, for for anyone that's not seen it, we'll um, we'll chuck it up on our on the Bait Bucket Facebook page there. Yeah, so thanks, if you if you're looking for it, just search Cast or um, or check it out. Yeah. On uh, on our Facebook page because it's a pretty cool thing. You know, if 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 my missus can say engage for ten minutes on something that yeah. uh, that's fishing related, <laughs> I think you're going alright. Yeah. <laughs> it was a weird process actually because it's something that I've always wanted to do. You know, create short films, but. It's always something I've never really had the time to develop my skills in. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to bring together a group of guys to be able to do it. So Andy is obviously key to that. He's mm. great on the lens. He's great on the edit. And then with um, you know Dan, myself, and Fez structuring a bit of the storyline mm. so that we could get that flow and really try to try to get an engaging story come across. For our first go, I think, I think we did okay. It's something to build off, and it's got a great response, so... Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's tick the boxes. Oh, I'm fucking stoked to be honest. I'm really mm. humbled by it, and it's um, it's given me a lot of encouragement, and I know it's given the other guys a lot of encouragement as well. To, yeah, to to keep going with it. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. Hell yeah. yeah! So let's get to you. Move a little bit away from the the mag and yeah, the film stuff and stuff like that. Yep. Um, I mean, other than your uh, your other job, which is male porn star. <laughs> yeah. Um, only on Tuesday. Yeah, I know. Well, it's not it's even today, Tuesday, man. and you are on the casting <laughs> couch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> Snapper, you said that. You really got that nailed down. Yeah. What's pushing you now? What's getting you really excited about fishing right now? There's two things, actually. Yep. Like, I never had a boat or access to a boat or anyone with a boat that gave me access to blue water fishing. Yeah. So, you know, for a lot of those guys out there, you know, particularly... I see a lot of guys on Facebook are really good at blue water fishing yep. um, and obviously spend a lot of time on the water. But for, for me, I've not spent much time blue water fishing at all. So I fucking profit. Mm. I, I can't wait for my next blue water session because for me, that's super new. Like I've only, I really only started doing it when I met um, Benny Jones yeah. because he had the boat and uh, he had the time and he was nice enough to show me the ropes and like, you know, fishing's all about fundamentals and just applying different fundamentals to different scenarios, but I never had the opportunity to, to get in those different scenarios yeah. um, until I met Ben, so I'm super thankful about that because it just lit a fire for me, you know, like I went out and fucking bought a new boat and, yep. you know, so I could do all that sort of stuff on my own and that really reignited my passion for fishing and took, took it up another level because it was something that was new to me and then there's a whole new suite of Feeds goals. Feeds fire. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, like, you know, I'd never popped a GT, never never um, caught a Spanish mackerel on a lure, you know, mm. stuff like that. Um, so, you know, dolphin fish, wahoo, you know, marlin is something that I want to really put a little bit of time into if, if I get a chance, you know. So there's all that new shit for me that I just froth, so... Yeah, that's that's really what drives me at the moment is ticking off a few of those species and a few of those techniques mm. in the blue water scenario. Um, and then um, I've sort of I've just started to dip my toe into fly, which is something that Ooh. really fucking excites me. <laughs> it scares me a little bit because because um, you know it's, it's just going to cost yeah, you bulk money. Yeah, not only that, but it's um. <laughs> It's fucking donut central, you know, like oh, yeah. while you're learning. And I don't mind donutting because I will be learning something. Um, but I've told you, man, bread flies and brim. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Hey, I'm sort of, yeah, fly fishing and blue water is something that that's really where my next 10 years of my journey is going to be, you know. Like, why not go soft shell, hard shell taco? Why not both? Why not both? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, chase a few longies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely. 
Yeah. That to me was where it was at for Blue yeah. Water for a long time was was chasing that and yeah, got a chance to smack a few dolphin fish and some yep. other bits and pieces on fly as well. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you well, know, that, like, it's it's pretty cool. That's something that's new to me because like it's so new to me that um like you feel like a little kid again. Yeah. Like learning to cast is one thing, which is cool. That's repetition, good technique and practice. Um, but then there's the whole other side of things, you know, like variables in the wind and mm. fish fighting technique, you know, striking the fish, all that sort of stuff is totally new to me. So that's exciting for me to learn all that sort of shit. And um, like my number one goal on fly when I, when I first started picking it up and practicing my casting was um, I wanted to get my casting and my presentation and my fish fighting um, under my belt so that I can target big snapper yeah. on fly. Because I know where they live. I know when they feed. Yeah. I can put myself in, in a good enough position to have a shot at one. Yep. So I, I would really love to get, you know, like a 70 plus mm. fly. That, that, that for me is a big goal, you know, for the next few years. And there really, in Australia, isn't that many dudes that are doing it. Yeah, it's funny. Like, it's, um, it, does, it doesn't seem like, I'm not going to say it doesn't seem like it would be that hard to do, but that... You know, if you know where they are and you know these mm. numbers, you give yourself a good enough chance. So yeah, definitely. It's a matter of time, but um, oh, I've been fucking smoked by so many big fish over the last 10 years. Crazy. Like, I was lucky enough to land a 90 um, <laughs> a few months ago. Um, we had a good run this year, actually, mm. of, of big fish. Not a, lot of, not a lot of photos got posted, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, overall, like, between a few of us, there, were, there, was, there was a lot of good fish caught this year. Um, and you're fishing yeah. similar areas to we had um, young Reese and, and Josh. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, uh, they're on the podcast. Numbers, yeah, yeah. You know, Reese, Josh, um, Ben Jones, Terry Jones, Jeff Fowler, myself, and, and probably a lot of other guys that yeah. aren't on social media or, or in that sort of um, in that sort of uh, platform. Yeah, there, there was a big run of good, good, good quality fish this year. So that, that still gets you going though? Oh, like, yeah, fuck, yeah. You know, you, you're obviously yeah. the blue water something that really pumps you, but yeah, it just pumps a good snapper session. Yeah. Like, if, if I've got like a free morning where like me and Ben can take the kids out or I, we can just get out by ourselves or, yep. or jump on the kayak or whatever, fuck, man, big snapper in shallow water, that is, that's exciting shit. That really yeah, is, man, yeah. they're unreal. And that's for sure. Gaining that knowledge kicks ass too. You know, I was sort of lucky enough to do it quite a few years ago um, when I lived up that way, and it was it was unreal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just can't believe how fast those fish can move through that shallow water. I mean, oh. you're talking like a snapper, and it's not like you, yeah, you, know, you don't you don't sit there and and think about snapper and speed yeah. often, but yeah. man, they just absolutely oh, hammer. Yeah, yeah. That was actually um, something that really um, this is how this is how much blue water lit my fire. At the start, when I first started chasing GTs and spanners and stuff like that with Ben, um, I was about a week into starting to really try to hone in on snapper on surface mm. because I had got one on a small popper. Yep. It was about a 55 centimetre fish. I got it on like a little Rapala uh, X-pop. Like yeah, the Skitter pop. pop or whatever it is. Yeah, yep. about a 55 miller. And that was at... Um, Believe it or not, that was like 10.30 in the morning. Yeah? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I couldn't believe it. And I saw the fish come out, eat, and I ended up landing it. And um, I just thought, fuck, is this a thing? You know, because like, you see them busting bait. And I, yeah. And I never really thought about it. I just used to throw my plastic in underneath the bait schools. Um, and then once I got one on popper, I was like, fuck, yes, this is me. Next year, this is what I'm doing. 
and then I met Ben, and then we called GT, and, and <laughs> Spanos, and I thought, fuck, yeah, this is me. You know, like, I just had a big fish sort of addiction then. And mm. Didn't land a lot of big fish in the first six months, but I just really enjoyed learning something new. Well, you've got to go through that process, though. For sure, yeah. I mm. enjoy that. I, I don't mind that. Um, yeah, because it means you, you are trying something new and you're challenging yourself. So that's, yeah, the, and that's, that's the only way to get better. That's all, all part of what you're, what you're trying to achieve as well. So where do you where do you see that? Um, I mean, obviously you spoke a little bit about the fly, but where do you see that sort of passion moving towards in the in the future? Um, I think over the next few years, my my kids are getting a little bit older. Yeah, okay. So I've got two boys, eight and six. Yep. And then a two year old girl. Um, so I really want to spend a lot of time with them in the boat. Yeah, awesome and stuff. So it's probably going to be going back to basics for me over the next few years, and then obviously. Excuse me, the stuff with cast is going to be the stuff that really mm. I want to use to sort of push myself further forward and, and keep challenging myself. Um, so, yeah, around teaching my kids how to fish, I think, um, is going to be what probably takes up a lot of my spare time. Mm. But, yeah, with cast, that's sort of why I like surrounding myself with good people who want to push themselves because that, that, at the end of the day, that's what pushes me. That's the, yeah, and that's what you want. That's the, the awesome stuff that goes on with it. Yeah. So... Technique-wise, yep. let's, let's talk a little bit about the blue water stuff. Yep. You know, popping, that's most of what you're doing now. Yeah, I've done a bit of that yeah. Um, yeah, over the last 12 months. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I mean, obviously that's something that pumped you up. So, yeah. you know, a lot of guys want to do it. And I think what people think is that, like us local here, even in Brisbane and stuff like that, they're like, yeah. oh, I've got to go up to, you know, North Queensland or, yeah. you know, I've got to go on Nomad and go yeah, out yeah. to these crazy reef systems yeah. and go and do that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah you boys are smacking fish local. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, like, there's quite a lot of guys that do. That. Yeah. yeah, they are, yeah. and I don't want to yeah. get into the, like, you need to be on this waypoint and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we don't want to We don't want to just say, look, we all know. It's that, fundamentals. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Just hit the green zones. Everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, what, a bit of a rundown on the gear and the lures that you throw yeah. on, and, and the species that you're chasing down here yep. in, in the southern part of the, the state. So, what, we're, what we've been doing with Topwater really probably started two summers ago. Yep. Um, we set out, like, we had a bit of a mission. It was really um, with Ben and another guy, and um, we spent a bit of time out there together chasing fish, and we got, we got a couple. Um, it took me about six months to land my first one. GT? Had, yeah, first yeah. GT. So I had a couple of strikes. I had fought a couple of fish, pulled hooks. Um, uh, I hooked one on lighter gear that just had no chance of moving. Um, quite a few fish like that. I had one dropped boat side, mm. you know, like just had bad luck, you know, like yep. with that sort of stuff. But it made the first one that I got all the sweeter. Like I got the first one that I got was, you know, it was 30 plus kilos. It was a big fish, yeah. it was really thick, really heavy fish. And that, that was like, at that time, because it had taken so long to catch that fish, that was, that was the best night of my life at that <laughs> time. You know, like there's another guy actually that's mates with us, Frankie Gilligan. He's been putting in some time on one. He's been chasing them um, for for like six or eight months, and he just banged one like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, cool. First one on a solo trip. That's the sort of shit that pumps me up, where people have put their work in, and then you get the results. Yeah. You know, so, but I was getting a bit off track there. Um, the gear that we're using, you know, just standard popping gear. So like PE eight yep. type setups. I've got a Stella fourteen thousand because stupidly at the time, like I thought 
I'll, I'll save a couple of hundred bucks and <laughs> you know, it'll be a little bit lighter to throw around, which I don't mind. Like I've caught fish on it. Yeah. It's, uh, it doesn't have that low gear ratio, but um, it works for me. Like if I think, I can't remember who I was asking. Uh, it might've been Andrew Wilson uh, at one point. I said, oh, I said, oh, what are you using for popping? Because I, I was going around the guys and just saying, you know, what does everybody use so yeah. I can make a decision? And he goes, Man, if something can pull 25 kilos of drag for um, more than 200 meters, I don't want to catch a fucking thing. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, you're right, actually. I'll get a 14,000. So that's what I did. And it's worked for me. <laughs> Sorry, sneezing there. Um, <laughs> it's worked for me. I've got a few big ones, um, but not with any great consistency. Like, we normally catch one or two you know, every couple of sessions. Mm. Benny seems to have a, have a good touch on it. He, he does really well. He just zones in on the one technique and grinds it out Yeah, and, and puts the numbers on the board. But I, I enjoy catching all different types of fish. So if we go out and he's popping for GTs, sometimes I'll throw stick baits for Spanish mackerel and, yep. and stuff like that. So um, I'd love to get a wahoo on a stick bait or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Aren't yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've seen a couple caught. But, um, what about um, kingies, you know, this time yeah, of year? Yeah, actually topwater kingies, yeah. I'm... I'm yet to catch a big one. I've yeah. caught like you know, 75, 80 centimetre fish. Mm. Um, I'd love to get one over the, over the metre. Everyone keeps saying they pull GTs backwards. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'd love to experience that. Like, Really, you fish GTs for the hit. Like, yeah, the rest of it just hurts. Annoying. It's yeah. just painful. <laughs> I don't, I've done it a few times yeah. and I'm starting to not... I, I don't quite <laughs> yeah. get it. I'm like, yeah, that eats cool. Then give yeah. it to someone else. Yeah, I get it. I, I really enjoy the challenge. Um, and I probably still get it because I've only caught a handful of yeah. ones, you know. Like if I, you're talking someone like Fez or, or Ben or a few of the other guys around that have smacked a shitload of them, mm. yeah, you can understand why they don't want to mm. chase them anymore. But I've still got a bit of that itch where I think, fuck it, no, nah, I want a big fish on my lap. So that's so, what I like yeah. about cod. Yeah. Each surface was yep. really, really big. Yep. And then about 10 seconds later, they just go into eel mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's sweet. It's easy. That's actually a fish that I haven't. I haven't caught it as a big cod either. Yeah, well, neither have I, hence the reason yeah. I'm spending time yeah, yeah. doing it. You've been putting a lot of time down there, haven't you? Uh, I'm starting to. Yeah. I've done a few trips this year. Yeah. It's been a big year for the cod for me, sort of. Yeah, yeah a few different, um, I know we spoke about it a lot, but yeah, a few different river systems and yeah. spending a bit of time in Copeton. I've got two more trips, I think, before the end of September yeah. down, down Copeton. So yeah. should be able to knock off one of them big dogs. Yeah, yeah. Had one. It's been a few caught. Oh, man, I had one last trip. <coughs> That ate off, well, not far off the rod tip, mm. and my bum hole went five cent, fifty cent, yeah, yeah, like yeah. in the night. It scared the living bejesus oh, yeah. out of me. I could not believe it, but yeah, you know, just and just didn't eat it. And pff, you sit there and go, man, that could have been, oh, but hell yeah, yeah. But you get the bites, you know. I think if you're doing the right thing down there and you, and you start working your right techniques, if you're getting the bites, you know that you know you're only you know another session or two away from from getting one of them ponies. Yeah. Yep. pretty cool and yeah. then it's then it switch it up and i want to get someone swim baits in yeah yeah yep. it's like any kind of fishing hey if you like apply the fundamentals put yourself in the right spot and then yeah put, put, and then work put hard the work in yeah work so, hard's yeah. a big thing absolutely definitely it's yeah. um but yeah those um there's a there's a lot of species in the blue water that i haven't caught so mm. that that really fires me up but i think if we go to the if we go to cape york again this year i'm definitely taking the 10 weight I would love to get a few different species out on the outer reef on fly. Yeah, yeah, like sure. you know, watching those feeds and stuff, the trout and stuff yeah. like that. That you got. Oh, it's fucking crazy! That was, that was a ridiculous two days. That yeah, was unbelievable. How far were those reef systems out? Oh, they're a fair way out, but it's not unachievable. Yeah, like, when it glasses out up there, it glasses out. So oh, yeah, wherever. But it's um, yeah, they're not not 
not too far, but we, we were lucky enough that we got, we were up there for two weeks and we got a weather window of two days where yep. we could get out there. Like prior to that, we would get soaked every fucking day just fishing in the bay, mm. really. It was 25, 30 knot winds. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. But once we got out there, it's just honestly the best fishing in the, on the planet. It's probably the best place on the planet. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that any uh, anywhere where you seem to be able to get north and onto those. Yeah. I mean, I was saying, hey, fish local, smack yeah, jeets. Yeah. But yeah. the those reef systems, and you know, I've been lucky enough to go to a few really like best one for me was Holmes Reef. Yeah, yeah. Which is a hell of a That's long, a long way, way out. Yeah, a long yeah. way out off Cairns. Yeah. And you know, we're out there on a game boat on a you know, just working a charter there and. Mm dude that that water and and those those bombies and stuff and it was just you know it was it was just yeah, hectic yeah, yeah. yeah just the the different shit that you could do oh, like man. even from an anchored boat just casting at 20 different bombies yeah, around yeah, you yeah. was just epic it yeah. was so much fun oh for sure like we we got you know we we hardly touched any technique out there like we threw stick baits around for yellowfin tuna got chucked a shitload <laughs> we threw poppers for big trout which we got a few um we jigged got smoked um, we did you actually land any fish? Yeah, we landed <laughs> shitloads to be honest. But fuck, we lost some gear. It was uh, it was ridiculous. And we like you can see it. I think it's episode four of the Jaunt series when we're out there on day two. That was just hard bodies along the reef edge. Yeah. And then when we found this patch of uh, feeding fish, it was on like fucking Donkey Kong with the poppers and stick baits. There was everything in that school. If you actually have a look at that episode. There'll be, there's a section there where, um, where Benny hooks up to a Spanish mackerel and he goes, oh, um, he goes, doggy. And then he goes, no, Spanish. Oh, wahoo. And then if you actually look at the thing, like what he's seen is the stripes of a marlin. And a marlin tries to oh, eat true. this um, Spanish mackerel. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, and we only saw it, we only realised when we were editing the video. Like we've seen this thing about, like a beak just go snap. We're like, the fuck was that? Rewind, slow motion, yep, clear as day, Marlon. Yeah, coming in. Trying to eat a Spanish. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. Well, we do trial 20 pounds Spanners for, uh, yeah. for billfish. Oh, so. it's crazy. In that one school, there was red bass, all the reef species you can imagine. Yeah. There were lippers, GTs, wahoo, um, yeah, massive red bass, Marlon, all sorts of shit. It's crazy. In, in an area, probably just in a feeding school the size of your house. That was it. Yeah, and my, my house... You know, it's definitely podcast hasn't hit <laughs> hit its straps yet, so it, it, it is modest. Yeah. yeah, it ain't it ain't no pad. Yeah. No, that was awesome. <laughs> like I couldn't believe it. That was that was the best day's fishing I've ever experienced in my entire life. It was fucking off the chain. You got to have so them good. sometimes, yeah. though. But to do that sort of thing next or well, this year, if we go, but on fly, that's an opportunity. And that, you think you're going to lose gear when oh, we lost here last time? How many fly lines are you going to take? Oh, I'll, I'll take a few. I'll take as many as I can afford. To be honest, like. If you can get past the monster red bass, like there's some awesome reef species yeah. to catch there, like long nose and yellow lip emperor, Maori, sea perch, mm. all that sort of stuff, yeah. Um, that, that gets me excited. Yeah, no, and all those those reef species, they're just one thing in common, they pull like stink Oh, too. hell yeah. Jobfish. I'd love to get oh, a big jobfish on fire. Big jobby would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. dirty big greeny. Man, that thing would just pull. That mm. would pull super, super hard. But the thing about that is like, you know, you were saying about fish local and, you know, catch big fish and all that, and that's great, you know, but 
it's good to know your local and it's good to um, you know put the time in around your local as well but it's also part of that adventure you know like to get off and explore other new areas yeah. you know that that's part of that's the part of fishing that I really really enjoy is just losing yourself turn the fucking phone off and go for a week yeah and, and not worry about anything about uh, about anything in the world other than what you're going to do just focusing week. on yeah. smashing yeah out what you want to achieve yeah. on that trip and we um, live in the best country in the world in my opinion oh like, it's piss piss and we like, hardly see any of it you know a lot yeah. of people Walking around fucking catching Pokemon. What's the geo with that? I don't know, man. There's, honestly, you drive around Redcliffe on a Friday night or wherever, there must be one of these fucking little lure stations or some shit down at Redcliffe yeah. waterfront. You drive past there, there is people by the hundreds, man. Mobile phones all lit up. Oh, Disgrace. Oh, I just, I like, man, I, I got Angry Birds. Like, that was <laughs> the best toilet game oh, ever. Oh, shit. But, uh, nah. Pokemon was just confused by it. I don't get it, eh? I don't get it. You'd imagine that you're out smashing out across the bay one day to go and chase fish, <laughs> yeah. and there's some some dude next to you is like, "Oh, just just go yeah, over yeah, the wild yeah. banks, man. Yeah. There's like some Pikachu or some yeah. shit there." No, I just can't get on it. I'm I'm totally off it. When I see people doing it, I just oh no, it makes me sick. It's so gross. <laughs> just I just want to get fishing. For like sure, that. yeah, that's it. But no, that, that's that's really what it's about: getting out and you know, getting on those adventures, sharing those times with your mates, and pushing each other to get better and evolve you know yeah that stuff's real well while we do it and obviously that's why the cast came about too yeah and keep the good vibes rolling you know like you don't need to fucking bash on people if they're not catching good fish Mm. everyone's on their own journey yeah you know let them have that journey yeah no that's i think that's some sage advice there so the old bucket list yeah and i'm worried because of the fly thing that's uh that's coming (laughs) in that that you're gonna you're gonna bust out a uh uh, a tarpon on the flats in Florida. Nah, 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 but, nah, uh, nah. So what's um what's on the bucket list? You got one day left on Earth. Yeah. You can go anywhere. You can yeah. do anything. You can chase any fish. What are you gonna go and do? Um, it probably would be fly because I just now that I'm getting into it, I really yep. really enjoy that process of having the challenge. And um, for me, it would be pretty simple stuff because I haven't like you know progressed myself through this bucket mm. list of standard species so it, it could be anything on fly you know like for me it's probably a day up on that outer reef yeah you know with a fly rod casting at random reef something species. actually achievable yeah, yeah yeah exactly like that for me would be the perfect perfect last day on earth and if i had my family in the boat with me while we're doing it Happy days. Yeah. Nah, screw them. They're gonna, they're gonna take away yeah. from them. <laughs> it's one of those things, you know. Like I spent so much time fishing by myself. I'm pretty excited as the boys get older to rope them into it. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I mean, sure. that's that's how you start. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, for, for me and my family too. You know, that's how we started out. There was mm. mum and dad, and yep. you know, we were fishing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I've got a lot of good memories about even my granddad. Like he's passed away now, but I remember sitting in like we used to holiday at Bribey Island uh, almost every year. And when my dad first got a tinny, we'd take that down. We fished in the Pomerstone Passage, and my granddad hooked. It would have been a stingray for sure. Yeah. Right, but he, he's, you know, he's playing this on, on a big surf rod with an alvey, and like I remember him standing at the front of the boat. We were getting towed around, and yeah, like those sort of memories, like they stick with you forever. Like, um, and creating those with your own kids, that that's what it's about. Yeah, it's pretty important. Mm, I might, sure. I might get there one day. It's just, just a dog in the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment. But yeah, for bucket list. Yeah, that's what it would be. Out of reef, fly rod, I don't know, maybe maybe something really loose that's 
really hard to catch, like a bumpy or something like that. Oh, dude, cool. how sick would that be? That'd be awesome, yeah. I've got a mate yeah. who has found the ultimate reef with them on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, he's, he's sending me pictures yeah. of them in the water. Yeah. And, yeah, apparently they've been roasting him too. Yeah, right. Like on on all sorts of gear. Yeah, yeah. Like absolutely oh, they're huge. delivering like, it to we, him. We saw a few. Um, them and milkfish. We saw, yeah, we milkies. Saw heaps, of, heaps of milkies as yep. well, but... Yeah, those fish just look ridiculously cool. Yeah. And like, especially, you know, you watch that movie Aqua Hulk, that yeah. little edit. Fucking hell, that buys you up, eh? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, when they start biting through, yeah. um, like, hooks and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Crazy yeah. fishing, but, I mean, that that is a fucking long way away for me. Yeah. In flight, that, that's a long, long, long way away, if it ever comes to that. But, yeah, bucket list, that'd probably be the one. And what about um, cast? Where's that moving to now? Obviously, you've got three more of the, uh, yeah. the short films. Yeah, yeah. So that's really something that we're going to be doing a lot of yep. um, going forward is producing video content. So the platform's there for anyone who wants to express themselves on it. It's, um, you know, there's, there's a number of guys, you know, there's probably 20-odd guys at the moment that are sort of in and around cast. Mm, Some cool. more, um, more involved than others based on their own time and what they're doing with their fishing and you know, and what content they can generate yeah, sort of they come yeah. in and out as, as they please there's no rules with cast like the content that you produce for cast if you're part of it is whatever you're frothing on at that time mm. because that comes across in the content yeah definitely the whole reason for cast is to inspire people mm. so if you're doing something that you enjoy that's going to come across in your photos or your videos or your edits or whatever so if you've got content like that there's, there's a platform there to do it um and the invitation's open for anyone out there if they want to get their videos featured on the cast YouTube yeah, or cool. web page or whatever, they can do that. Just send me a link and we'll have a look. And if it fits in with what we're about, then, yeah, it'll get a run. Um, but, yeah, short films. Um, we're also doing, we're doing sort of a little bit of stuff in the background with uh, digital content creation services. So we've got a little network of guys in behind cast that can Sweet. do graphic design and web design and video editing and... Um, you know, that sort of content creation type mm. uh, service for, for other corporate companies or whatever. So it's not cast-branded content, but it's a service we offer. Um, and then obviously the magazine will keep going and we've got you know, a small expanding range of apparel that just supports the brand. If people want to do that, then it's available at the website as well. So yeah. magazine, threads and uh, yeah, short films and digital content. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's really cool. It's fun, man. I really enjoy it. Eh? That, that's really what it is like. I've got a good paying job. I don't need to do it. I do it because I love it. It's fun. Yeah, well, that's yeah. right. That's the way to be, yeah. and it'll um, it'll keep building from from there and there. And there's just going to be more and more people that are engaged in that sort of stuff. As time goes on. I think at the end of the day, too, as long as I can keep it um, running and based around good people. Yep. You know, that's really all it is. If you've yeah. got a good group of good people, and that's really where Cast has been built from. Hmm. It's good people. You know, like you keep the good vibes, keep the guys motivated. Um, give them a bit of incentive as well to be part of it. Um, and incentive is different for different people. Mm. And if you can hit those those triggers for each different person, that's how you can get things to grow and, and just keep moving forward. Pretty so, easy for me. It's just a chick out roll. Yeah, there's a few people in cast like that too. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. We'll, we'll write for a chick out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, it's, it's not, you know, there's... It's not going to make anyone a millionaire. It's, yeah. it's fucking good fun though, and it's a good group of people, and it's it's really humbling to see where it's come, you know, especially in the last twelve months. And everyone that's been involved has contributed towards that, and I'm really thankful for it. 
No, good. That's perfect, and that's um, that's probably a a good place to to end it there, uh, on the positives of that. So, you know, if you if you aren't familiar with Cast, jump on, have a look. There's the website. So, Mick, yep. the website. Yeah, castemag.com. That's it. So, jump on, have a look at there. Like the boys on Facebook. Make sure you get around the YouTube channel as well. There's some really cool stuff there. Go and have a search around, and of course, um, you know, check out the rest of the the boys that are a part of that on um, on Instagram and and um and your other socials as well yep. a bit like us as well you know if you if you hopefully you're out there you've liked us on uh, on facebook that's going to be your place to know when uh, the latest episodes come out and of course make sure that you're subscribing to us on uh, both youtube and stitcher as well so as soon as a new episode comes out boom it's on your phone you can listen to it on the way to work and you don't have to listen to some dickhead shock jock so yeah it's a, a good place so As always, thanks guys, uh, and we'll catch you next episode of The Bait Bucket.